Hello, and welcome to the Many Worlds Writing Podcast. This is the show that's all about how to brainstorm, write, edit, publish, and sell a powerful speculative fiction novel, and maybe just change the world too. I'm your host, Heather Davis. I am an author accelerator certified book coach, a developmental editor, and a fellow storyteller like yourself. And it's my mission to be 100% real about what it takes to craft a cohesive and powerful speculative fiction novel. I'll be sharing the very same tips, tricks, and techniques that I use with my own clients in order to help you write the best novel you're capable of writing. From character arc to plot structure, from deep level world building to creating a kick-ass magic system, we're going to cover it all. So if that sounds like something that would be helpful to you on your writing journey, please take a moment to follow or subscribe to the show. It would mean the world to me, and it's the very easiest way to show your support and make sure there are many, many more episodes to come. Okay, let's dive into the good stuff. As a book coach and developmental editor, writers come to me all the time with their story ideas, their works in progress, their first draft, their second draft, their third draft, the draft that they think will be their final draft. But when I dive in and start reading their work, what I notice is that it doesn't feel cohesive. It doesn't seem to hang together. There's no through line that I can feel connecting the scenes. In effect, it ends up more like really exciting vignettes rather than a novel. In essence, I can tell that their novel doesn't yet have a point. Okay, let me explain and give you an example. So about a year ago, a writer came to me with a manuscript that was about half finished. She'd been working on this manuscript for well over five years, and she loved the story and really wanted to complete the novel. The trouble was she'd gotten halfway through and then she got stuck. She got lost. She wasn't sure what was supposed to happen next. And the most frustrating part to her was she had no idea why she was feeling stuck or why she'd gotten that far and then couldn't get to the end. So she came to me really hoping that I could help her get over the hump, get back into the groove of the story and get all the way to the end so she could complete this work that she'd put so much effort into. So this was a speculative fiction novel and it had a really diverse protagonist. It was in my wheelhouse. It sounded exciting. So I decided to work with her. When I dove in and started reading the work though, uh, she had beautiful prose, just lovely. Uh, The writing was superb, but the story, it didn't feel cohesive. It It didn't hang together. It felt like the scenes were almost distinct. Like there was nothing that was, um, holding it as a single unit. So I did the very same thing that I do with all the writers I work with. And uh, the first question that I asked her on our first call was this, um, what's the point of your novel? And she looked at me kind of perplexed for a couple of minutes and she said, well, the point of my novel is that my protagonist is a witch and she lives in the society that um, will execute her for that power. So she has to uncover all of the secrets of her family history in order to avoid being executed by the king and his army. And I was like, okay, yeah, that's very exciting, but that's not the point. That's the plot. Um, You just described to me a very exciting plot, but I need to know what your point is. And 
She looked at me for a moment. And she was like, I, I have no idea what that is. What are you even talking about? I thought that what I needed to have a novel that people wanted to read, I thought what I needed was a really good and really exciting plot. And I was like, well, yeah, you, you do need an exciting and an intriguing plot, but it has to be grounded on your point. The point is something deeper than the plot. It's the message. It's the lesson. It's the emotional epicenter of your work. It's the thing that your protagonist and thereby the reader will understand about themselves and about the world after they've experienced the events of your plot. So basically, it's that that bigger picture thing. It's that um that umbrella of transformation that because a story is about something that's changing and your protagonist will be changing. They'll be learning the point of your novel. So that's why this writer was stuck. She was stuck because she didn't know the point of her novel. I mean, how could she possibly know what was going to happen next without that point? Because it's the point that tells you what scenes belong in the novel and what scenes don't belong in the novel, what events you want to put in your novel, what events aren't going to fit, what your character is going to be doing and thinking and feeling and how they're going to be changing. So without that key bit of information, without that point, it really is just a bunch of vignettes that you're stringing together that don't really come together and mean anything. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that the message or the point of a novel is something that's going to beat your reader over the head and sound like a children's novel. Absolutely not. It's going to be in there and it's going to be subtle, but it's going to give this through line, this feeling of being threaded together and connected so that when the reader is reading on this subconscious level, they're getting it. By finding the point to your novel, you're really finding the key to your novel. It's that magical thing that's going to get you out of any situation you're stuck in. If you get to the midpoint and you don't know what's going to happen, you get to come back to your point and say, oh, okay, I can ground myself and figure out the direction forward. It's also a great thing to have when you're revising, when you're figuring out what scenes belong and what scenes don't belong, what can be thrown out and what needs to be added in. So it is the key to your novel. And it's so, so important for you to find that as early on as possible. It is the most foundational thing that you can have in your novel because everything else is layered on top of it. But Before we jump in and figure out what the point of your novel is, let's talk a little bit more about the point and look at some examples of points from popular novels. First, I don't want you to think that the point is something really big and complex that's going to take you a ton of time to write. It's not. It's actually usually just a single sentence. It's it's like a guiding philosophy, a guiding emotional compass to your novel. So it's not big. In fact, I would say, please, 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 when you're writing the point of your novel, do not write a paragraph or five pages or anything like that. We need to distill the point down into its simplest form, into something that feels emotionally true and that anyone in the world can relate to. So it's it's kind of a general, it's almost a general statement. It's, it's almost cliche, and that is 100% okay. To help you understand the point a little bit better, 
I've picked four speculative fiction novels that I love and that I think it might surprise you when you start thinking about the point and think these really complex novels also have points, messages, you know, bigger lessons that are to be learned. The first one I picked is an older one because I wanted to show you that this is sort of true of all great speculative fiction novels. They all have a point. The first one is Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury. I love this novel. I always have. It had a huge impact on me when I was young, and it has a very distinct point. Its point is that you have to reject censorship and think for yourself. That's it. That's the point. One sentence. Reject censorship and think for yourself. And once the protagonist, Montag, has learned that point, the novel is over. It doesn't matter if he wins, if he loses. It doesn't matter what happens. Once he gets that, voila, the novel is done. The second novel I've chosen is A Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes by Suzanne Collins. This is a prequel to the Hunger Games novels. And the point of this novel is that the relentless pursuit of power and privilege can cause us to destroy the ones we love. The third novel I've chosen is another fairly recent novel. It's Babel by R.F. Kuang. This is a wonderful book, and its point really is that even if you have the ability to live safely within a racist and unjust system, you still have to be brave enough to help tear that system down. Alternately, you could argue that the point that the author is trying to make is that violence is necessary to stand against a racist and unjust system. Finally, let's talk about the fourth novel that I've chosen, and that's When Women Were Dragons by Kelly Barnhill. It's another fairly recent novel, and its point is that women are powerful and need to be allowed to take up space. So what I want you to notice about all of these points is they're just these big picture messages, this, these distilled ideas, but they're the guiding force of the novel. So as these writers are writing, everything that they're putting into the novel relates back to that central idea. This point gives the novel a container to sit in so that we know what belongs in the container and what doesn't belong in the container. It's so powerful. And the reader walks away feeling something. And that's really why I love speculative fiction, because most speculative fiction writers, most great ones, they're trying to say something about the world. They want this big message out there. And we feel it as readers. And these books mean so much to us. They're the books that we remember our whole lives. They're the books that we can't stop talking about. They're the books that we're handing to our friends and saying, you have to read this. They're the books that people are going on TikTok and crying about and spreading the word to everyone so everybody wants to read a book. So don't think that your novel doesn't need a point. Don't think that you can get away from this. You really can't. It's a non-negotiable element of story, and it's powerful, and it keeps readers reading, and it makes people love your novel. Okay, great, but how in the world do you even know what your point is? I'm glad you asked. There are actually four simple ways that you can identify what your point is. The first way is that you just know what the point of your novel is. I've had this happen with writers, so it's not something that they've thought about. It's not like they came 
saying the point of my novel is XYZ. No, but when I asked or when the subject was brought up, they sort of had this aha moment and they were able to spit it right out. And that's great when that happens. So that's easy. Just sit down and think about your novel for a minute and see if something jumps out at you. Is there something that you sort of already know is in there? And now that you've heard me say that you need this point, you can distill that down into one sentence that can act as the guiding compass for your novel. The second way to try and find the point of your novel is to start thinking about the themes and ideas that resonate most deeply with you. This works really well for writers who have certain ideas or themes that they keep coming back to in their thoughts. Um, It tends to show up like this. They're drawn to books or movies or other media that are in line with these themes and ideas. For instance, when um, I started writing my book to figure out the point of it, I kept coming back to the themes and ideas that are always consuming me, which are themes of identity and themes of death. So I knew when I was writing my novel, I just knew it was somewhere in there and that that was my starting ground for really thinking about um, what my novel was really supposed to mean. So that's what I'd like you to do. If you're one of those people who keep having certain ideas and themes that resonate with you, start thinking about them, start teasing apart your novel and saying, is it really about that? And how can I distill that down into a single sentence? The third way to figure out what the point of your novel is, is to think about how your protagonist grows and changes from the beginning of the novel to the end of the novel, and then work backwards to your point. This method works really well for writers who have a deep understanding of their protagonist, their protagonist's thoughts, feelings, backstories, motivations, the stakes, all of that good stuff. So if you're one of those writers who does know your protagonist really well, well, then chances are you know how they change from the beginning of the novel to the end of the novel. You know what character growth has been there. And remember that how they've changed is a reflection of the point. What I mean is that the novel is about how your protagonist learns the point of the novel. They do this by changing. So if you figure out how they change, then you can work backwards and say, oh, well, then the point of my novel must be this thing. The fourth and final way to figure out the point of your novel is to think about your plot from beginning to end and ask yourself what kind of a lesson your protagonist would learn from that plot. As you can imagine, this method works really well if you focused a lot on plot and have a really good idea of the major events of your novel from the beginning to the end of the novel especially the end of the novel. Because when you're asking yourself about the plot, you need to ask yourself, what would the end of this novel naturally teach someone about themselves or about the world? And that's the way you can get to the point. Okay, writers, if you're ready to uncover the point of your novel, I've created a really helpful workbook that you can access at manyworldswriting.com forward slash point. Or you can just access the link right in the show notes. Either way, I hope this episode was very helpful to you. Please take a moment to follow or subscribe to the show and please share it with a writer friend. It's the easiest way to show your support and let me know that you're interested in seeing more episodes. Until next time, keep writing, keep dreaming, and remember, 
The world needs your stories right now. So don't you dare give up on your novel or yourself. See you next time.